Hello, welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Second Timothy, first chapter, seventh verse. Today, I want to talk to you about electronic devices. Now, as you know, electronic devices have become an everyday part of life. In fact, many people find it difficult to work without using electronic devices. And others, unfortunately, find it very difficult to even entertain themselves without these electronics. Their televisions, smartphones, laptops, computers, tablets, smartwatches, on and on. And I'm sure most of you have one, if not more, of these devices in your home. All of these devices can be helpful, but if they're not used in moderation, they can be very harmful, especially to your child. Parents, you must be especially mindful of your child's use of these devices. Now, although they can benefit from electronics, they're particularly susceptible to the harmful aspects of these devices. And unfortunately, the many benefits of these devices can be canceled out because of the harmful aspects that come about when they're not used in moderation. When parents monitor and set limits for their children's use of electronics, there are many benefits can be obtained. Now, let's take a look at some of these. First and foremost, there are educational opportunities. Devices provide numerous educational opportunities by way of their apps, the games that are on the apps, and other online resources, and these can enhance learning. In fact, they cater to different learning styles. In schools, we talk about teaching children based on their learning styles, and because of so many kids in the in the classroom, it makes it difficult at best for teachers to do that. But educational opportunities on devices can cater to different learning styles, once again, done in moderation. The educational games and the simulations on these devices can engage children and make it fun for them to learn. And once again, children with different learning needs and styles can benefit from these devices because of their accessibility. And then skill development comes into play. The various interactive and educational games on these devices can help children develop cognitively. It can help them problem solving and in their critical thinking skills also. There are interactive games that can challenge your child's cognitive abilities. And these games can promote memory, attention, and pattern recognition. 
And many of the apps that are present on these devices present problem solving, puzzles that require logical thinking, and they can also foster analytical skills. The exposure to thought-provoking content using these devices can encourage children to think critically and to evaluate information and make informed decisions, and once again, when used in moderation. And then think about this with the internet. There's global connectivity. The internet and other electronic devices will help your child connect with peers and with educational content all over the world. And needless to say, this fosters cultural understanding, cultural awareness, and it gives a global perspective to your child. It's engaging, and they can engage all over the world with children in different languages. And this can support language acquisition, and it helps your child to appreciate and recognize different cultures. These devices, once again, I will continue to say, when used in moderation, can enhance creativity. Now, the various apps on a device can serve as tools for expressing via drawing or platforms for storytelling, learning instruments even. Now, I have to admit to you, I never even thought about the possibility of learning to tell stories and creating in that way. But yes, they can. These tools allow children to express their creativity using digital art. And this, needless to say, can enhance fine motor skills and artistic abilities. And the storytelling apps can encourage your child to create and share their writings. We have a granddaughter, Brynn, who loves to create and and write, and she does different media type of things with that. And she has used this to, to foster her imagination. It also helps children with language development and narrative skills. These tools can also provide multimedia creativity, and it allows the child to experiment with photography, for instance, with video editing and audio recording. And this also promotes diverse ranges of creative expression. And then, as we might imagine, there's digital literacy, Exposure to these devices early on helps children become familiar with technology, and this promotes their digital literacy that can help them in the future. Let's face it, the world is moving towards technology, and your child is going to need to know how to make use of it. And they can, but once again, they can do it in moderation. Early exposure to devices will familiarize your child with basic technology skills, and this includes navigating interfaces, using touch screen, and understanding how devices function. Learning to use these devices involves understanding also of online safety practices. And as your child is on there, especially with your guidance, they can learn how to use the internet and the other devices safely. They can learn to recognize what websites are trustworthy and how they have to protect their personal information. 
Once again, needless to say, familiarity with devices at a young age prepares children for digital landscape, and it can definitely help them in various aspects of their lives, including education and in their future careers. Then there's accessibility features. Because devices often come with accessibility features, they can cater to children with special needs. They can offer inclusive learning opportunities. And these include screen readers, voice commands, which make it acceptable to children with visual or auditory impairments. There are also specialized apps and features that cater in various learning styles and abilities. And this ensures that children with special needs can engage in educational activities that suit it to their individual needs. Now, these devices with accessibility features serve as valuable tools for children with disabilities. Then there are the virtual experiences. Devices can provide virtual field trips. Imagine, if you will, because I know as a parent and as an educator, I have had a number of students pile onto a bus and take them on field trips. And you have to count the number of kids that you have. You have to make sure permission slips are signed. You have to make sure you come back with the right number of kids and that the kids you come back with are the right ones. Well, with these devices, you can have virtual field trips, making it possible for children to experience things that they may otherwise have been unable to see. These devices also allow children virtually to explore places like historical sites or ecosystems and numerous scientific concepts and to go to museums and landmarks, and they can have firsthand knowledge of these virtually. This virtual experience with devices allow hands-on learning that may not be feasible in a traditional classroom setting. Then, of course, there's parental involvement. Yes, parents, you have to get involved, needless to say. Some devices and apps facilitate parental monitoring and involvement in children's online activities, and this can ensure safer digital environment. Parents, you can have control features, and I'm sure all of you, if or most of you, if not all of you, know about these devices and can allow uh, you to monitor the content that your children access. But you have to remember that you cannot just set the, the monitor. You need to be involved. And these guidelines have to be age-appropriate guidelines. And it also helps parents to help their children learn safe online practices. And it teaches them to navigate, once again, the internet in a responsible way so as to avoid harmful contact content. Now, there's also time management skills. If you set limits on the usage time that your child is using these devices, it can help them manage their time. And this helps with self-discipline. Children can learn to balance their time using the device and getting other activities accomplished. They also learn to prioritize their other activities, such as 
homework or extracurricular activities and the things that they need to do at home, the chores that they need to do. Sticking to time limits on device usage instills self-discipline, which is crucial in all areas of life. And then the last thing we'll look at as far as benefits will be preparation for the digital age. We looked at this briefly a few minutes ago, but let's face it, the digital age is growing. Familiarity with devices will prepare your child for the technology-driven world that is fastly, quickly approaching. Technological literacy will ensure that your child can navigate comfortably in a technological-driven world, both in academics and professionally. Once again, these benefits are only good when you monitor your child and limit his or her use because excessive use can negate a lot of those things. Let's take a look at some of that. Now, as you know, the Bible talks at length about self-control. And with all things, it's up to you, the parent, to teach your children self-control. And using electronic devices is not the exception to this biblical truth. In fact, it's especially important that you, the parent, limit your child's screen time. The prolonged, unrestricted use can lead to numerous problems. Now, let's take a look at some of those. Excessive screen time prolonged or prolonged use of these devices can lead to health issues. And you might imagine sitting in front of the screen, eye strain can happen. It can disrupt sleep patterns because of the exposure to the blue light that comes from the screens. Needless to say, excessive screen time correlates with little or no physical activity. And this inactivity, as you might guess, can cause health issues such as obesity. And this obesity in itself leads to different diseases that can occur because of being overweight. Another thing, your child can come across inappropriate content exposure. There is an emotional impact that goes along with prolonged screen time. As you might imagine, there's an increased chance of accidental exposure to inappropriate content. The longer your child is on the screen, the greater the chance of him or her coming across inappropriate material. This includes violence and explicit material. Needless to say, these can have negative emotional effects on your child, and it can lead to anxiety and cause a lot of distress. Furthermore, exposure to inappropriate content can affect your child's cognitive development and understanding of societal norms and can potentially influence their behavior. So be aware of this, parents, and know when your child is changing and exhibiting different, different behaviors than what they usually do. And be aware of how much time your child is spending on this, using these screens and these electronic devices. It's so easy to have them use these things as babysitters or, oh, they're not fighting, so I'll let them use it. Don't do that. 
monitor their behavior, have them do something else. Another problem can be social isolation. Excessive screen time reduces face-to-face interaction, and this can lead to social isolation, and it can cause a lack of crucial social skills and their development. And as you might imagine, children spending an excessive amount of time on devices can struggle to form and maintain meaningful relationships with their peers and their interaction with adults become extremely limited and they don't know or or fall behind in learning how to interact with adults. Then there's the old cyberbullying. Online platforms expose children to the possibility of cyberbullying. Needless to say, once again, this can cause emotional distress, anxiety, and it can have a negative impact on emotional and mental health. It can be dangerous, to say the least. Persistent cyberbullying can have long-term consequences which can affect self-esteem, confidence, and overall well-being. And once again, it can be very, very dangerous. Know what your child is doing. Limit their use of screen time. Then, of course, there's privacy concerns. Unauthorized sharing can occur because children may unknowingly share personal information. This can risk privacy and potential exposure online to different threats. Once again, back to cyberbullying. And as you might expect, inappropriate sharing of personal information can have consequences on your child's future, including their educational and their career opportunities. So stay alert to what your child is doing and limit their exposure to screen time. Then there's a, a addiction risk. Unfortunately, excessive device use, especially in the gaming or social media, can lead to addictive behaviors which can impact a child's behavior. And this addiction to their devices can result in your child neglecting other important activities such as homework or physical activities, their chores at home, and once again, face-to-face social interactions. And as you might guess, excessive screen time impacts academic performance. Unrestricted device use can lead to decreased focus on academic performance. And your child spending time on devices takes away from their homework, from studying, and other activities that they need to perform well in school. In other words, your child, if he or she spends excessive amounts of time on devices, can tend to neglect other things, and especially those related to academic performance. Then there can be unhealthy comparison. Even when it was just the television, children had the opportunity to sit too long in front of the television and compare themselves with someone that they thought was absolutely beautiful or had a gorgeous figure. Exposure to some of the content on social media can lead to unhealthy comparisons 
which contribute to self-esteem issues and feelings of inadequacy. This constant exposure to what is, I consider, idealized body images can contribute to body image concerns and potentially unhealthy behavior, such as anorexia. Then there are developmental concerns. Excessive screen time during crucial development and mental stages can interfere with development of essential life skills. It can interfere with motor skills, with cognitive milestones. Lack of face-to-face interactions can hinder the development of crucial social skills, including empathy, because they don't have that face-to-face interaction, communication, because they're not talking to anyone, and conflict resolution, because if it's just them in the screen, they don't know how to resolve a conflict if something comes up with the peer at school. There's also family conflict that can happen if their child is on the screen too long. There can be disagreements over the limits set for the devices. These disagreements can be between children and parents, and unfortunately, between husband and wife. The husband and the wife may have different ideas on the amount of time and when the devices can be used. But parents, I'm telling you, you need to come together away from the kids and decide when they will be on using these devices and how long they will be using the devices. When our children were growing up, they had the television to con- contend with. And we had that during school time, when school was in session, They could not look at television Monday through Friday, but Friday after school was over, they could start watching television and Saturday and then screen time on Sundays were once again limited. Now, I have to share this with you because of this, our kids didn't know anything about a lot of the shows that were on at the time. And our daughter, Lauren, was given an assignment to write about her favorite television show. And we had to go in, I went in and talked to the teacher to let them know that their television time was limited and they did not watch television Monday through Friday. And of course, a lot of the shows that the teacher wanted them to write about was on Monday through Friday. So we limited that. Now on during the summer when school was not in session, there was a little more leeway and they could watch it a little more. So parents, you need to come up with the time and when it will be used and when they will not be used. Needless to say, if you don't, there can be tension in the home. Constant battles over the device usage can strain parent-child relationships as well as husband-wife relationships And this can affect the overall family dynamic and communications. So as you can see, there are a lot of benefits when your child use electronic devices. But many of these benefits can be negated if there's not moderation. Electronic devices have many benefits when they're used the correct way and within limits. Once again, 
Unfortunately, the negatives can outweigh the benefits if the devices are used to an excess. Parents, it's up to you to guide your child and teach him or her how to use devices in a safe manner. It's up to you to set the limits and make sure they are followed. In other words, parents, it's up to you to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.